I'm, I'm setting my, a timer. I'm, I'm, I'm putting mine I'm on doing too. a timer. See whose timer wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mine will catch up with yours. Um, I think that we're both dressed exactly as our personalities mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how I want to present myself to the world. This is how you want to present yourself to the world. This is my natural state. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's also an outfit I've put on and accessorized because I've had so little sleep. I just thought if I just disguise that by wearing as much gold glimmer and um, Claire's accessories clips mm-hmm. and tropical Hawaiian shirts, then mm-hmm. maybe no one noticed that I had about five minutes sleep mm-hmm. maximum last night. You don't look like you had five minutes sleep, I promise. Uh, I really do. Donnie asked yesterday, um, Mommy, why do you have purple under your eyes? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was quite sad. But apparently eye bags are actually coming back into fashion. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a TikTok thing. Oh. Um, apparently, it's very cool now to have big eye bags. So, you know, you don't, but embrace it. It does show that you've kind of, you know, been doing something you've all been night. out. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't fun. have to be with Love like a... Life. <laughs> for the four-month-old kind of doing this yeah. all night, moving up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, he must do so many steps. I know, right? God, imagine his pedometer. Mm. Jeez, I'm jealous. I'm struggling to get even half my 10,000 steps a day. Oh, God. 10,000 steps is a distant memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to think, oh, it's so easy to get down 10,000 steps walking around Soho aimlessly. <laughs> like, but it was. Go from going to an audition and then spending two hours like going through the big top shop in Oxford Circus to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like distant dream. Distant mm-hmm. dream. It's actually really hard to get those 10,000 steps in if you live in a small flat. So there you go. Mm. Well, yeah, even in this house, going up and down the stairs is quite good. But I, I, I feel every morning now when I wake up after having these nights with him, mm-hmm. which are just like battles, mm-hmm. beautiful battles, um, I feel like I've run a marathon too. Mm-hmm. It's so exhausting. I don't remember it being this exhausting. He's going to be a big boy, that's why. He's going to be a big boy. Um, for those who've been following my breastfeeding journey which I, I hate using the word journey. And whenever I do use the word journey in Instagram, um, you know, on Instagram, I am being tongue in cheek, but I didn't realize that tongue in cheek doesn't know. come across. People does don't it? know. But my breastfeeding journey is, is, is been an arduous one actually this time. I'm feeding him goat's milk now, which I feel so grossed out by. Is that safe for babies or something than cow's milk? So I'm basically feeding him a full day of breast milk, mm-hmm. all from the boob. He's sucking that up. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. just to fill him up, I'm feeding him formula because I can't cope anymore. Mm-hmm. And fuck it, you know, it, whatever. But I just, I, I'm baffled by the, how there's not a vegan formula. I know there's a soy formula, but we know how I feel about soy. We're not going to go into that again. That even, would be insulting. No. no. So if, imagine if I felt fed soy mm-hmm. to my baby. Just no way I'm going to do that. No. Imagine if I'm setting him up just to be an evil, obese kind of criminal yeah but then what's the politics of making your baby vegan if you're not um practicing veganism exactly. at the moment no exactly it's, there's an no, i don't have i've lost all there's there's no you know oh, but you're just saying it's interesting that there isn't a vegan there's just one. fascinating yeah. there's not an alternative not i'm sure lots of people feed their baby soy formula and that's actually fine but i just given my experience with soy i just can't do it i'm sorry um but but vegan mums probably just they just use the breast milk and you know don't trust anything else the thing is, breastfeeding is a full-time job. If you can't feed them all day, every day, mm-hmm. then th- you have to have some alternative. Mm-hmm. Or you have a giant baby, like I think what we've now got. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just impossible now. Um, but goat's milk apparently is, is less because it doesn't have lactose in, mm-hmm. which again, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Why do cows have lactose in, but not goats? Maybe because cows have four stomachs. Four, four stomachs? Yeah, they have four stomachs. Do they? Mm-hmm. How many stomachs do cows have? Yeah, that's how many, that's how many stomachs cows have. 
I mean, I don't know anything else besides that fact, but it might be something to do with that. So one of the stomachs might have lactose in. Sure. Lactose must be <laughs> an enzyme used to, for, for breaking down something, you know? Mm, okay. It's for breaking down lac lactase, which is a sugar that's in milk, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, la the lactose, I think he has I got some kind of response to, which is um, contributing to his extreme vomiting, vomiting. Mm -hmm. yeah I think people who don't have a vomiting baby don't realize what it's like to have a vomiting mm -hmm. baby mm -hmm. it's so hard it's like handling a firework all day that could go off at any time and people think oh it's a baby I can come and hold the baby like Donnie and Margaret constantly oh my can I hold the baby and I'm like yeah in 25 minutes I just sit here very still in 25 minutes you might be able to hold him um it's, it's just it's so relentless the vomit that just reminds me of um in the Amy Schumer documentary that mm. you got me to watch, The Expecting Amy Thing, which is brilliant, mm. if anyone hasn't seen it. It's her sort of um, uh, documenting the process of her getting pregnant at the same time as going on a big tour for uh, this show that she then put on Netflix called uh, Growing, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I adored the documentary and obviously it's building up to the show and you get little insights into it. And so I was really excited to watch the special at the end. And obviously I watched the special and I thought, you know, you know, it's good, but it wasn't nearly as amazing as the documentary. Mm. But then it just made me respect her so much as a person and so much as a mother and everything like that. But she said, because she'd had such a horrendous pregnancy with the vomiting, mothers that haven't been through as difficult a pregnancy as her, mothers that have like a really easy pregnancy or people that enjoy being pregnant, um, that she wants them to like crash into a river or something. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a completely different experience. And yeah. then you get so cocky about it if you have a good baby. Mm -hmm. And, then, and like, cause I think actually comparatively, Margot was a dream. Mm -hmm. Now, Donnie was difficult, but first babies are always difficult cause you just don't know what you're doing. Sure. So I, I did go into this whole thing being cocky, thinking I know how to do this, ordered everything I needed to order on Amazon, was ready. I, he, everything, he surprised me in every single mm -hmm. way. Wow. In a good way. Cause I think if he wasn't such a smiley, cute baby, then I would, I would, I would, I would be finding it much more difficult. Mm -hmm. But even with Alfie, I think, I think men take way longer to love mm -hmm. their child. I mean, Alfie's a quite a peculiar character, so I'm sure some men love their child immediately. Not that Alfie doesn't love his child. I'm Losers. Sure he, he does love his child, but Alfie kind of needs something back, mm -hmm. I think. Um, but <laughs> Ten adores him. Mm -hmm. It's kind of really annoying, given that I'm doing the brunt of the, um, the parenting, really. Um, but he is obsessed with Alfie. He sees, he hears Alfie's voice in the room and immediately looks around and starts smiling. He comes kind of quite close to him and he starts beaming. He adores him. It's Maybe it's because so of his beard sweet. and stuff and it's mm. like a lot of visual stimulation. Yeah, actually, this is another thing I would like to talk about today, beards. Mm -hmm. I've never hated Alfie's beard more at the moment. He's grown it to, he looks, <laughs> so bad. And he started stealing. I, I talked last week about the fact that Alfie stole my collagen. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. And I went into a, we had a massive fight about it. Mm -hmm. He started stealing my comb, which I use for my eyebrows. Because everyone uses a comb for their eyebrows. I use a comb for my eyebrows. Actually, I use an old mascara one that I cleaned of mascara. Oh, that's so clever. And it is real. Top I'm tip. a genius. Top, Top tip. tip. Um, yeah, he's, he's stolen my comb, my eyebrow comb, for his fucking beard. And now around the sink, I just see these tiny little hairs that have fallen. Because he's grown his beard so long in this lockdown period that... Just, I just see these little hairs. And I don't think men can see little hairs. No, I don't think they can. That's actually a really <laughs> fascinating theory because at my boyfriend's house, <laughs> the bathroom, he lives in a house of four boys. It is like, it's an actual nightmare. <laughs> it is a post 
explosion, like global disaster nightmare in terms of the fucking mini hit. There's a mushroom going out of the bathroom. There's an actual mushroom growing out the floor tiles in the bathroom. That's disgusting. I actually that's not, want to that's, not, that's, not, that's the clean bathroom. That's the clean bathroom. If you go into the... I've not been into the bathroom downstairs because oh it's fresh God. hell. The one with the mushroom in it isn't too bad. There's a mushroom going out of the floor, Horatio. Oh, I think that we can that's, probably that's, agree that's, that it's not that good. We're all surprised by the mushroom in that bathroom. Is that growing out of mould? We have no, no idea. idea. Well, there's an, yeah. Why haven't you chopped house. the mushroom off? Because it's kind of fascinating oh at my this God, point. That's <laughs> disgusting. It's come up through the, through between the two of the tiles. It's great. Um, the, the shower curtain, black with mould. You can't touch it. Yeah, that was like that before we arrived. You have to play a game of kind of like the floor like is lava. It was like that before you arrived. Why didn't you remove it? Well, it wasn't there before you arrived. It, it wasn't. Was like it wasn't there before you arrived. It wasn't. Uh, the hairs yeah, are everywhere. Okay. okay. But it's just so funny because I don't know. Like the the upkeep is just like this completely different beast. Mm. I feel. I, I'm, even if you know somebody cleans the bathroom, I clean the bathroom, whatever. In a week, it's the same thing. So it's just yeah. yeah. You're right. Men don't detect these things. Yeah, but I need it to be. Uh, if you. Uh, I think it's something you get to the stage when you're when you're a mother. You have to if you don't keep a little bit on top of the mess mm -hmm. by the end of the day, it's you just can't come back from it. So I've kind of learned to just keep tidying as I go. Um, and our grandma used to say, um, which is what um, our mum passed down to me. She said, every time you got the stairs, take one thing. Yeah, and that has helped me so much because mm -hmm. then it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Yeah, but mold is. Um, something that I just, if you don't deal with the mold immediately, you're fucked. Exactly. So you need to deal with that mold. I know. It's where you have to get like a humidifier, you have to do loads of stuff that's like really complex. It is really difficult. The spray, you just have to do the spray over and over again. Well, the, the flat we were living in just before this was a moldy flat. I can't, it's, it's one of the things that estate agents just are criminal for not telling you about. If I had known I would be living for a year in a moldy, hot, humid flat, I would have never moved in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was horrible. And the second we moved out, I suddenly was like, oh, this is what air is like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't realise how it affects yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, this is a very house. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about um, health and hair. Because Bibi cut my hair in um, a Patreon video we did last week. And mm -hmm. people are very sweet about your hair cutting technique. Mm -hmm. you got a you got a career there if you... If I, if I need one, probably do. Yeah. Um, You've done your hair in sassy little half pigtails today. Exactly, yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, the way that you were talking about um, your fear of cutting hair and the way that you hold on to that as a kind of like protective barrier. What do you think hair represents to you in terms of like your image and your beauty? And I was then thinking about what hair represents to me. And like, I mean, obviously I'm wearing pigtails because I'm terrified of aging. And every, every time I see 17 year olds on TikTok, I feel like I want to die. So no, but that's actually, that's, it, it, they aren't technically pigtails because it could just be, it's like you're just doing an, a, a down look, but you just got some height here. Exactly, exactly. In fact, if, if you want to know my inspiration, um, the actress Sharon Tate, who was brutally murdered by the Manson family, um, before that, she used to wear like, sort of little pigtails to like raise. Oh, it just looks so cool. I've seen loads of these uh, pictures on Instagram. Somebody also, so. um, which I've just watched at night during my um, long hours of staying up in the night feeding the baby, I've watched this thing called A Teacher. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? It's on iPlayer. It's with um, Rooney Mara's sister, Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Who also produced it. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's based on a book about a teacher who seduces her student and mm -hmm. the, the student is hot. Like I would seduce that student. <laughs> 
I would I would fucking do such student. He's obviously not a student in it. He's 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 of age. Yeah. And actually in that's why it's interesting because in the book he's 18 when mm. the affair the illicit affair happens. So he's not a minor, but it's still treated and she goes to prison and everything. But anyway, in the first half of the book, she's um playing maybe 30. And she's I don't know how old she is, but she's not 30 anyway. In in most of the um episodes she's wearing her hair and in that kind of style. Exactly. It's, it's about, it's, it's, it, there's something, you know, trying to be youthful, mutton dresses lamb, maybe slightly predatory. And that's what we're going for today. Mm. What and do you And then think? when she ages in the book five years, she's got a asymmetric bob. You know, the ones that are really high at the back and then they come down in the front. Oh yeah, yeah, very Victoria Beckham ally 2007. Never, 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 mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. I would not suit that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we can agree on that. <laughs> I, it would make my nose just look like, Oh, I just could not do that. No, 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 no. no. What do you think about like the age difference uh, debate in relationships and stuff like that? Well, if it was reversed, if the, if 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 Kate Mara was the man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the I don't, anyway? I was gonna make I think it doesn't matter. But anyway, she. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's really. I think it is interesting. I think in terms of like political correctness, um, I think when a woman goes out with a younger man, it's much more kind of fine and kosher than when a man goes out with a younger woman even though that's probably more common um but I do think it's interesting because I don't know men like age slower anyway like men are less emotionally mature anyway but this why this series is really good and I want to read the book now because you would think that so basically the student seduced her and he was the one to um instigate the, the first kiss mm-hmm. at school mm-hmm. and then they go on this kind of short-lived affair breaks up the marriage she kind of stupidly tells her friend because the friend's like my god you look so in love you're Mm. glowing and she stupidly drunkenly says well I'm seeing this person and and the friend draws it out of her and tell me who tell me who and she says it's Eric and you know Eric in senior year and the friend you would think would be like oh my god you're so silly yeah (laughs) it's actually like I'm reporting you that's it and then the next thing you know she's in prison and then by the end of the series the boy you, so she goes to prison, she has a really hard time. But the boy ends up having a really shit 20s and can't get over it because he basically put her in prison. Yeah. And you think that he feels bad and actually they're going to fall in love and have... I don't know, you just want it to work out. But it ends with him saying, "I, you ruined my... You took advantage of me. When she didn't actually, he took advantage... But the thing is, he was not... He was not an adult yet. Exactly, because you're not cognizant, really, at that age, supposedly. Supposedly. But it kind of, would he have just been a fuck up in his 20s anyway? Oh, God, it's and such is, an is interesting he blaming, Is he blaming this? Like, and I've, I've had to deal with this so much. And I've forensically gone over my experiences in my 20s and thought, oh, was this experience with this guy, did I affect that? Did my rape affect how I treated this guy? Mm-hmm. Or would, would the radiation, would have I had more, um, would I have, have had better relationships if I hadn't have been raped. Ultimately, it comes down to me. I'm a weirdo. Yes, I was also raped, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know how I would have been in my relationship. And well, that's... I mean, it's such an interesting uh, question. Um, I actually watched. Uh, oh God, I don't know if I should even say this. I actually watched um, uh, some uh, an interview with Jermaine Greer last mm-hmm. night, who obviously is the kind of like feminist icon who now has been kind of blacklisted because she's very anti-trans mm. and offensive and all this kind of stuff which is all true but she's a critical thinker and there's the argument that ultimately should you let somebody be able to be nuanced in their opinion and still because she is really intelligent on some topics and basically just to 
cut a long story short, she was raped and thinks that we should challenge this notion of victimhood um, or survivordom and don't base all of the experiences in your life based on that one thing because being raped is not the worst thing that can happen to you in her opinion you know she argues like murder is so much worse you know you, people I, I think it is really interesting because I just feel like there's been such a shift in the way that we look at it now and I feel like people that have gone through what you've gone through have a real pressure on them to identify yourself so strongly with that mm. and say that so many of your life experiences have been because of that but ultimately shouldn't it be up to you to decide well, yeah that's why what, you know what you felt I'm not saying I necessarily align with Jermaine Greer but I just thought it was a really interesting sort of question yeah it's really interesting what well, that's in my show Sunrise I talk about mm -hmm. having bumping into a woman at a Barry's boot camp class. Oh my God, Barry's boot camp. Can you imagine going to a Barry's boot camp now? Crazy. Imagine Being in a hot a treadmill next to And the other, sweat in the air. Oh God, in a dark red room where people are screaming at you. It's actually kind of mental that w we did that. I now know. that the world has changed so much, I don't think I would ever put myself through <laughs> that again. Every time I took you to a Barry's boot camp, you cried, hated me. Cried on the treadmills. Oh God. The first one I went to, I did feel like I'd just been attacked. Mm -hmm. And you were with me. Do you remember? Oh God. I don't like the way that the trainer personally victimizes you. Yeah. He comes up to me and he's like, number 16, I see that you're not doing it. And it's just like, excuse me, sir. Um, yeah, I can actually, fake it if I need to. Some, I think once he actually shouted at some, one of the trainers actually shouted at somebody, um, come on, lazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my technique. That would be my technique. They're so horrible to you, but yeah. I do love them. Anyway, I one of the trainers at Barry's boot camp was I I'm I froze as I walked in because she had gone out with my rapist when I was a teenager. She obviously wasn't a teenager, she was older, she was the age of the rapist. Um and I do you remember I don't think I was alone, but I saw her and I immediately froze and I thought, okay, what do I do here? Because I hadn't thought about it in ages. Mm -hmm. And the scene in Sunrise, which I've written, which was verbatim, I just kind of, at the end of the class, after her kind of, for some reason, singling me out quite a lot, and be like, go, Jessie, go, Jessie, because they have all your names. Um, I went up to her and I said, did you, sorry, I know this is really weird, um, but did you go out with my, did you go out with a guy called da da da, -da? Anyway, there's a conversation. And it, I think a lot of people misconstrued me bringing that scene up as a way of me not have, having unresolved issues with rape, but it was, wasn't that at all. It was me confronting somebody and genuinely wanting to know if she did know him. And also, just because he did this awful thing to me doesn't eradicate him from kind of having a future. Yeah. He still is around, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to me to think, he's not the same person as he was when he raped me. He went to jail. He's a completely different person now. Mm -hmm. You know, he would have learned stuff. I've learned stuff. Mm -hmm. But... It was, I don't think, just because somebody's done something awful to you doesn't mean that you don't still think of them. Yeah. And don't still want to know about them and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I think it was a really interesting part of the show. But, like, that goes with so much of the experiences that we've had of um, when you put some, something of yourself out there that's honest um, and nuanced, obviously, as human kind of uh, experiences, people aren't going to get it. You no. know, if you do a funny joke on Instagram that's obviously supposed to be tongue in cheek, some people are going to think that you're taking yourself seriously. Yeah. If you put a podcast out there where you're talking about issues in like a round way, people are going to think that you're like offensive or whatever. And I think a year ago, I would have really been too scared to do anything, but you have influenced me so much. And all of the shitty experiences we've been through have taught me like 
I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. So to the people on the Apple podcast review who said oh. that she likes the podcast, but she has a real issue with adult women who call their own mother mummy, you're a psychopath. <laughs> who calls their own mother mum inside of her own house? No. I agree with her. Calling a mum, <laughs> calling your mother mum inside of her own house, her own dwelling, that's disrespectful. I and I think that you I should think call. about this. I, I just don't know what you would call her. We call her mummy or mama? Mama. Do you want to grow mom. up and get over it? I actually don't even really call her anything anymore. It's just kind of like, I just feel weird calling her mum. I just don't know why. Some people will get us, some people won't, that's fine. Mum is a cold clinical word, and <laughs> I'm not going to use it. It's almost as bad as mother. But mother could be quite funny, but there's just no way she would let that happen. Uh huh. Also, another person left a really nasty review saying that um, all of the other reviews are so, so nice, which is great. So if you do want all to leave us- All two of them. Yeah. No, there were like 10, it's really nice. There are loads. There are loads, there are loads. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to leave a great review, hey, thumbs up. Thank you very much, girl. Girl. Um, but the other only bad review said, um, you know, who, who the fuck are these bitches? Jessie played a two bit part in Harry Potter and her sister, who is she? <laughs> Why are you listening then? Why are you listening? No way. Exactly. Stop being so obsessed with us. Yeah, you you become a small part in Harry Potter. You're you try negging and do us. That. You try and do that. You are negging us. Okay, so yeah, all a bit of fun. All a bit of fun. Yeah. I don't read any comments, which is why I'm I'm happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not. Yeah. Um so But basically this week has been taken up by health annoying health things. Mm-hmm. We'll get back onto the hair the hair thing later. But um, for some people who don't realize what childbirth is, and I didn't realize actually, even though I had to, I had given birth twice before, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't end after you give birth. It goes on for quite a while. And with both Donnie and Margot, I was it was all of my things were kind of done and dusted by about two weeks after. But this time I've been bleeding for quite a long time, mm. and so I've been having to check that I don't have any retained products, mm-hmm. which is a horrible phrase in my uterus, and I don't. Makes me think of like the bargain bin in the supermarket. I don't know why. Yeah, you like the, the, yeah. With the sausages that are like just about to go off, you know? Mm. And you think, mm, am I going to use them tonight? Oh, I'll get them. They're a nighttime pee. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> I don't know why. So I, I've had to have a scan to check I don't have anything in my uterus. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uterus is soft, which apparently isn't good. But because of my polycystic ovaries, um, I knew things would be difficult anyway. But now I'm having to have blood tests and all of this stuff to check. But anyway, it's just it's just relentless. And I think the the Amy Schumer thing of kind of realizing that if you haven't gone through this side of the afterbirth too, I'd kind of have a different feeling now about, I, I kind of look at that person I was with having no problems with Margot afterwards, no problems with Donny afterwards. And I kind of like, oh, you, I don't like you. Yeah, because- it's, yeah, exactly. When you've been through something difficult, it's really difficult to not be incredibly judgmental about people that haven't been through that. Mm. It's the same with obviously grief and everything like that. It's just jealousy. But it's just jealousy, isn't mm. it? It's just you wishing that you hadn't had the hard time. So yeah. you can forgive yourself for having those feelings, but also acknowledge, okay, it's not that I hate everybody that hasn't been through a difficult childbirth or anything like that. Um, it's just that I've had a difficult time. So you yeah. gotta forgive yourself. I mean, it's also the bar keeps raising. So when it, so he doesn't sleep at night and he vomits all the time and he's moving constantly and he's but he's also smiling and lovely and I have a child and everything's brilliant so I I don't really care that I'm still bleeding and I'm in pain and I've got to have these appointments and it it's just all of my levels have just gone up and I'm just more prepared now Mm -hmm. for everything Mm -hmm. so it has made me stronger in a way well you're so strong Honestly, I'm so strong. You should have been Wonder Woman 1984. That's for sure. That is Didn't for sure. Did you audition for Wonder Woman recently? No. no. Oh. I was my friend. No, I've got a friend who could be Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, that's so cool. I mean, Ema, she could easily be Wonder Woman. Oh my God, she would be, she is, she's Amazonian. She'd be perfect for it. It's just a crime that she hasn't been Wonder Woman. It's just mental. Mm. But I just find it funny with like superhero movies nowadays. Like they all just look so unappealing. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's like they were sort of basic and child cartoons before. And then they went through a phase of being cool and edgy and Deadpool and all they swear. And now it's like they seem to have come back around Mm. to being these kind of clinical, soapy, over sort of, uh, drawn ridiculousness you know like who is going to see superhero who superhero if you are you're a loser sorry well i read this um thing on men's health which Mm -hmm. is my favorite magazine (laughs) (laughs) that is so weird no it pops up on my apple news thing oh good i'm glad you don't buy it in the paper form like imagine you magazines imagine jesse just on the tube flicking through men's Men's health No, because you know my mission this year is to become an MMA fighter. So I've started doing weights at home, obviously at home because you can't go to gym. Mm-hmm. And I've stopped doing cardio and cardio has always been my thing. I think it's come down to kind of my my old days of calorie obsessive counting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started doing weights and squats to try and become, you know, a, a meaty muscle mm-hmm. woman. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And um, so this thing popped up on Men's Health from, is it Chris Evans? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, who's the man? Is it Captain America? Who who's is the man? Who is the man? Who is the man? The who's government the guy, is the man, I guess. <laughs> who's the guy who's got the amazing body right now? Who's, he's either Chris Pine or Chris Evans or? Chris, um, you mean the guy that plays Captain America? He's basically. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, that's it. <sighs> and Hemsworth. I read about his diet and his exercise regime. Mm. Oh, it's great because he doesn't do any cardio. So he just does muscle building. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really not interesting, this whole thing. But it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Just realizing you don't need to do cardio, girls. You do you, babe. You, you just do, do, you. Just do big weights. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. some 5Ks. I've started doing a TikTok arm um, exercise thing where you do this to get dancer arms. Mm. And you do it three times a week. And um, it, it I did it and I felt it was super, super hard and I felt really, really good. And then the next day I was making um, the kids pancakes. Oh no, no, I was making biscuits with the kids and I um, turned my head and I crooked my neck so hard that I, <laughs> I, I couldn't look that way for about two days. So uh, I'm not very fit. Uh, there we go. Well, Alfie's lockdown purchase, which I deeply um, di- didn't want him to make, but because I wanted to get a treadmill, I thought mm-hmm. that would be a good thing to do, but the treadmill's take a lot of space. He got an air bike, mm-hmm. which apparently burns double the calories of treadmills. Is so that I a love Peloton? It. No, it's not a Peloton. That's, that, that's out of our league financially. Because I just don't really know what Peloton was. I thought it was a clothing company. I thought it was like a Soho House membership. I couldn't tell what the adverts were for. Everyone no. just seemed so gorgeous and happy. Then I worked out that it was an exercise bike. It's an exercise bike, but it's essentially a Barry's boot camp on a bike. I you see. can get a lesson. You can do a live class on Peloton. Oh, I see. And here, you can talk about your air bike. We're just talking about you. <laughs> Hi. I made Alfie come in just in case we were having a fight and I thought he would defuse the fight. I did have a dream last night though that mm-hmm. um uh and it felt very very real. I woke up with a huge bit of you know relief that me and Jessie did have a big fight and then she said I never want to work with you again. I don't want to do the podcast anymore. And I started crying and then I woke up. Oh. Well, if we didn't do the podcast, I would just do one with Alfie and you would just have to do one with Horatio. Did you so, wake up crying? <laughs> I woke up. Oh, no, no, I, I, I didn't wake up crying, but I woke up like, and I was like, oh, not real. Aww. Such a lame anxiety That's dream. Lame. Jesus, isn't it? That's we so lame. We haven't fought, though. Yeah, we That's good. Yeah. I was expecting you would because you're so tired. Yes, but I think Horatia made a good point. I'm so tired 
I'm almost kind of like not um, give up. You just yeah. had a long day. Mm. It's like I've been up partying all night, which I've never done. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all those clips, though. You could. I've gone overboard with clips. Oh, dear. It, yeah. oh dear. He doesn't. This is not what Alfie would like me to wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it? This is like, what Alfie would is, like you to wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nasty person. Sorry. I've just. Got, I'm very aware of all the child sick I have on me. Yeah. Um, right. So, have you issued an apology to me? Yet. No, this is so annoying. This is like the one show gate thing. Alfie's very, Alfie listen, actually listens to the podcast. I watch I, the podcast on YouTube. When it premieres, which is very sweet of him. You're going to be watching this next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on, go on. What is it? Apparently I... At the beginning of the last episode, uh, Jesse tries to um, torture an already tortured metaphor about um, careers being like uh, the Greyhound track. And that she will back the winning dog and uh, without uh, too much uh, compunction about whether or not it's the right thing for her. She just wants uh, the success. She, she, will, she will back the, the shortest odds dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I, um, I'm quite monomaniacal. And even when there is no stand-up, seem foolishly wedded to something that isn't even happening anymore. Anyway, Jesse stated that I didn't know uh, what it was. Uh, I called it dog racing. And I did. I said, as we were walking down the street, you mean greyhound racing? And Jesse said, yes. She lied in the last <laughs> podcast about me not knowing what greyhound racing was. And you can have a little go in the YouTube comments and say, oh, it's a red flag again about me being a bad man. <laughs> fucking losers on the internet calling me a bad man. Get a grip. Jesus Saying Christ. Saying that we have an unhealthy family dynamic. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> then you start kissing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, re- I'm really sorry about that. You just start getting off in the corner. No, no. Just so you can see, this is this is this is the man behind the voice. Oh, this is horrendously smug, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesus. good. Yeah. Yeah, no, but anyway, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't lie. I just I just didn't remember. I, I have a I have a selective memory, as you will know. I know, I know, I know. I'm also, this is just a sort of joke. I thought it would be funny to be too worked up about it. I'm not really worked up about you it. You were this very is... worked up about the one show comment, though, weren't you? That's yeah. why we had to delete something. Yeah. We had to promote one episode where we we're talking about the one show, my favourite show of all time, which apparently, I'm, you know, that's if I don't Sorry, get on the done. one show at some point in my career, I will have, I will have failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I don't get on Strictly as well, that's my, that's my goal. Strictly's way be out of our leap. No, 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 that's How my ten-year plan. That's my, that's my ten-year plan. That's my ten-year plan. <laughs> but apparently, oh, well, in in the clip, I say um, the kids come in and they we start singing one, one, and Alfie got really upset that I didn't say. Alfie starts singing yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I felt like calling Fathers for Justice. <laughs> what is this dad erasure that constantly seems to take place? I thought you wouldn't want to be uncool singing the One Show theme tune. I think the the benefit of you as you exist in my life um, uh, is that you uh, display to a broader public the idiosyncrasies in my character. And the fact that I have like branded myself as this sort of uh, pseudo intellectual edge lord man who knows what greyhound racing is who knows what greyhound racing is, and you go no no look he's got real humanity like him. He and likes then... married at first sight Australia and the one show. 
I don't he's like the one very, show, no, but no. I'm happy to suffer it. He's because very, very nuanced, very, very nuanced character, honestly. And your skin looks great today. Thank it's you. It's because I he's on a diet. Drinking. He's on the calorie restricted <laughs> diet. You Stop using doing... my fitness pal? He's using mm. my fit... oh, what is your he? fitness pal. We had a fight a couple of days ago because as he was eating his only meal of the day, his mm-hmm. bulk of the calories, mm-hmm. um, he was also logging the calories mm-hmm. as he was eating. I, I just, I was so stupid. Not enjoying the meal. And I said to him, just enjoy your meal. This is your only meal of the day. These are only your calories, enjoy it. And he was like, let me be. And now the kids go around the house shouting, let me be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry if we betray you badly, Alfie. No, 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 no. I did, no, no, no. I was being so humorous. He does like the one show. He, I don't he, like the one he show. He let me watch The Simpsons and then the one show last night. I was, I'm a lucky lady. <laughs> The one show in The Simpsons, fucking hell, you're a teenager. Well, I just, I just, it's just something about the one show just calms me down. Although we have been thinking more about it. The fact that Alex Jones has, a, she has a, a rotation of men presenting with her for a week at a time. Mm-hmm. She's a queen. Oh, no, no, she's got powerful she's energy. Power. Very Cleopatra yeah. vibe. Do you like Alex Jones? No. You do. I no. know he, he, she's a little he's bit... just being coy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does. No, she's a bit like... Butter wouldn't melt in my ass. I want to see some real. Do you know who I like? Real character. I like Stacey Dooley. Really, Love I like Stacey Dooley. And this is her hair color, by the way. Some people ask me what box dye I used. Uh, this is the Stacey Dooley Clairol uh, Golden Auburn. So. I like Stacey, and she goes out with Kevin Clifton, who she was on Strictly with. Mm. And Kevin Clifton follows me on Instagram, and he likes mine. He shared a drawing of mine on Instagram story the other just day. Just too much good luck all for one. I think Ronan's well. the best presenter on the one show. Mm. No, That's apart from me and Sterling, obviously. Mm. Um, then it's it's Ronan next because he's got a look on his face that goes, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, he re- he's he's Ronan Keating is somebody who I think could have been so. Ronan Keating. Yeah, he he the presents musician. with Alex. Yeah, well, yeah. musician. <laughs> Boyzone. Yes, he is a musician. Thank you very much. Isn't yeah, he in sure. Westlife? No. No. Boyzone. Boyzone. Oh. You would. You're just. He's a presenter now. He's on one show. He does. He, well, he's. He is a presenter. Don't love me for fun, girl. <laughs> let me be the one, girl. <laughs> love me for a reason, and let the reason be love. All right. Anyway, yeah, thank thanks for coming, Alf. Yeah. Isn't this sweet? So um. Yeah, that's that's we're we're, we're not gonna we're, we've already done thirty four minutes. You know, if we're gonna have a fight now, we'd have to have quite a steep oh, fall yeah, into yeah, the fight. Right, I've got to get back happen. to my depression now. So I'll see you later. <laughs> 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 I've done enough of this fucking the the ruse. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to pretend that I'm not up there, like, just sighing constantly <laughs> and not working, reading about keyword research and how to, you know, hack the internet because you're fucking a fat dad that nobody cares about. Anyway, I've got to go. No, you can go on your air bike. I'm going to go on my... No, I can't because, uh, because... You'll hear it, listener. You'll hear the air go bike. Go on your air bike and we'll shout if we can hear. This will be fun. We love you, yeah? I can't wait to go on the air bike later, okay? Can't wait to watch the one show and go on the air bike later, okay? Got a fun evening planned, okay? I need to get drunk again soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I know. need to do that soon. I know. So I need to just get drunk soon. Okay. Okay? I'm just warning you. Okay. <laughs> I need to have another baby soon. <laughs> I need... Fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The Hashtag air. red flag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>
Anyway, Alfie was being a bit mean about Alex Jones there, and he does like her. He's just playing it cool. He is just playing it cool. Yeah. Who wouldn't in the face of such grace and beauty? Mm-hmm. So, I okay. Want you to, I, think that I, I think our bonus bitching should be on the air bike mm-hmm, after this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't use an exercise bike. It hurts me too much. No, you just have to try. You have to. Honestly, it's amazing. It's fun. And they're only four-minute sessions. So just do one four-minute sessions, two sit-ups, exercise done for the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All done. Not for me. I just, sometimes when I feel, I don't know. That's happy vibes. Really happy, really, really happy vibes. Does anybody else like uh, occasionally Google search, can you um, live a long life without ever having to exercise ever? I do, I do search that up. Yeah, I do search that up. I'm like, can you be healthy and slim without ever having to run ever again? And honestly, you, the answer is yes. That's what the I'm saying about yes. Chris, Chris, whatever Chris it was. He mm-hmm. doesn't do any cardio. Good for him. Oh no, but no muscle weights. work either. Oh, I no don't, muscle. I don't enjoy it. I just don't, I just don't enjoy it. I think I'm getting to that point now. Where it's like, I need to stop this charade. I don't enjoy it. And I'm just, I don't think I'm going to do it. I just think I'm going to give up. I don't think I'm going to do it. See, I do. I think I was meant to be a dancer. You're an athlete. You're an athlete. Well, no, I genuinely think uh, if I had just, if I had just pushed myself a bit harder in the dance direction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have been a professional dancer. Yeah, because you do have some sort of SJP mannerism sometimes. Yeah, but then I also have the worst posture in the world. But yeah, but the- so does she, so does she. By SJP, I obviously mean Sarah Jessica Parker, Carrie from Sex and the City, used to be a ballet dancer. You can Did tell you? with her big operatic gestures. Do you know what, what I mean? do you think about um, the fact that they're doing a Sex and the City remake without Sam Cam? Is her name Sam Cam? No, <laughs> that's David Cameron's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Her, ma- her character's called Samantha and she's called Kim Cattrall. So that's probably why you were getting oh, confused. I can see that. Oh, obviously. You're dumbass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm very excited about the reboot because, as a die hard Sex and the City fan, I would say I've probably watched it seven times through. Uh, it's the thing I'm geekiest about in the world. I, I think if I did a quick. If I, if I was doing Newsnight, uh, not Newsnight, question <laughs> time. Imagine if I started talking about Sex and the City on Newsnight. Jeez. That would probably make it less boring. Anyway, um, if I was doing question time, I would do Sex and the City and I would get 100% and I would win for sure. And so therefore I am excited I about... it's question time. I don't think it's called question time. Oh God, it's not called question time, are you? <laughs> <laughs> question time's another political one. Mastermind. Oh God, oh God, that's just really <laughs> how fucking dumb I am. <laughs> yeah, you could use... I could do Sex and the City I too. have watched question time and news night a couple of times but news night if I was on news night I would do sex and city yeah okay I'm gonna write that down um, I think I would no on, on, <laughs> on, on, on mastermind, mastermind. Uh, doing a 20 minute intense news section <laughs> sex in the city you I'm sure someone's done that I'm sure someone's done exactly done what are the politics of the episode where they make fun of trans people etc you know that could be a really interesting topic um, okay anyway <laughs> I would um, win if I went on news night no fuck um, masterminds talking about Sex and the City so I'm a huge fan so I'm excited for the reboot but my thoughts on Kim Cattrall not joining are initially when I heard about the rumours that Sarah Jessica Parker is a bit of a bitch I was quite keen to believe it because I mean she's Carrie Bradshaw she's a, she's a mess she's toxic you know that makes sense I bet Sarah Jessica Parker is really really difficult but given how friendly the vibe is between Cynthia Nixon and um uh the, the woman that plays Charlotte. Kristen Davis. Kristen Davis. And then you watch the show and they have such a warmth and affection in their sort of like ad-lib moments when they look at each other. I think that Kim Cattrall clearly, you know, she's having her 
issues and and her moment if she doesn't want to come back that's cool but i'm i'm now not going to judge sarah jessica parker and the rest of them because i do genuinely believe that they are wonderful people and also i i question why they're doing it they don't need to they didn't need to do a movie they did not need to do the second movie why are they doing this is it because they all want money or is it because they just have a nice time doing it and they actually just didn't gel well with Kim? No, they're doing Kimmy. it. They didn't, they didn't gel with, well with Samantha Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why they're doing it is because there's been a huge revival in interest. Because um, you've got people uh, my age and probably younger, you've got teenagers and stuff who are falling in love with the show because it still has this kind of energy and this wit and this dynamism that I don't think that you do get with a lot of shows that are more weighed down by, I don't know, more like political uh, woke stuff. So those shows are wonderful and valid mm. too, but Sex and City has a real- It's simple. Energy and it's the simplicity that people love. Plus with the popularity of that show, uh, that Instagram handle, uh, Sex yes. and City Outfits. Um, it's like, I think it went viral or something because it's just so funny, their, their captions. So I think it's genuinely because uh, yeah. there's like a new revival and people are totally gonna watch it. But I think it also shows that even though we've come on so far, like I don't know when the first episode aired, but- 1997. It, 1997, but it shows that the same dilemmas in relationships, relationships are essentially, I think what it comes down to is that men don't change mm -hmm. relationships if they're if, if it's not right it doesn't work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dating is shit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even if you're in the 90s you're in the noughties whenever it's it it's it we can um yeah i think that's why who do you still... relate to out of the four um i mean i really don't want to say this but i think i was miranda mm -hmm. and we i should all be mirandas I, yeah, I think i was miranda my Which favorite book, episode right? my i just love her relationship with steve I just love it because I, I like when you see relationships where the woman is really quite unattractive. Like she's, she's beautiful. I'm mm -hmm. not saying she's unattractive, but some of her traits were mm -hmm. quite unattractive mm -hmm. and he just adored her. Exactly. And I am in a relationship where m m the majority of the time I think I am incredibly unattractive and incredibly difficult. I'm a very difficult person to be in a relationship with and Alfie still some for some reason likes me so I think I re relate to them the most that's sweet mm. you're not difficult oh love. I am I'm very difficult I'm a very difficult woman I'm I difficult know. I'm a difficult intelligent woman you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just you can't keep up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you just can't you're just up. a goodie bag you're a mystery bag you, you put your hand in you don't know if you're gonna get a, a naughty or a nice you yeah. know and if you steal my comb for your beard mm-hmm I'll be a bitch about it. Exactly. Or if you steal some of Jessie's energy bars oh, one day, okay. this you're going to order this, some and then okay. she's going to steal them right back. I So I was at, no, anyway, basically, I know you steal my bars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I order these bars off Amazon because I have, uh, I, some of you will know that I used to have a smoothie bowl for breakfast and you cannot have a smoothie bowl whilst you're breastfeeding a newborn because the smoothie bowl will go all over you, the sofa and the newborn. And you will be so traumatized by that experience that you'll never have a smoothie bowl again. So I now have just a bar. Um, and I, so tasty. they're so tasty. And I know you, you, you so you ordered some. And I when only I took three, I only took three of yours. You took seven <laughs> of mine. Sonny, to be fair, was wanted me to steal more because he actually likes them too. Anyway, not I, fair. I, we have to hide bars when you come round. We it's hide a, them. Okay, I think we've covered this <laughs> either on the podcast or at least in our actual relationship. But just so everybody knows, it's useless trying to hide food around me. No. I'm going to be able to find it. There's no hiding from me. If you were a fat to obese child with a bowl cut, 
you develop skills. My skills include knowing where food is going to be hidden in the kitchen, knowing about potential hiding spaces, okay? Behind things, <laughs> over things, under things. Maybe okay. there's a loose bit of shelf. Maybe somebody put something in there. I think about it, okay? I know the ways to get into the box. Ooh, an unopened box of draft cakes. Hmm, how am I going to be able to get around that? They're going to know if I've had some. Ooh, open up the bottom of it. Take it out. Use a small scissor. Take some out. Sellotape it back up. Put it back in. <laughs> Sometimes you underestimate me. You underestimate me. Okay, fine. I'm going to be able to find things After that you hide, this, so you can't trick me. This is what our bonus video is going to be today. We're going to go into the kitchen and we're going to see if Bibi can find the hidden food. I'm going to be able to find it. <laughs> you won't. I'm going to be able Alfie to find it. Alfie hid it really well. Okay. Alfie hid it. Okay. It's not me that wants to hide it. It's Alfie because he's kind of fucking with you. He's I find so it really insulting, no, actually, you guys just, are hiding food from me. I'm an adult woman. No, he's just... It, <laughs> He's intrigued. He's just intrigued that you have this relationship with food. Where kind of like I only enjoy it if I'm not supposed to be having it. I fucked myself up so much that even if somebody actively gives me something nice and is like, you can have this, I won't touch that shit. I'm going to wait until they've left the room and I'm going to mm -hmm. sneak something that I'm not supposed to have. Okay, well, let's <laughs> see if you can find, because we went, we went to the big Sainsbury yesterday. We got a lot of good snacks. A lot of good snacks. Ooh, nothing's going to be as good as Nesquik straight out the tub. Oh, there's a vegan galaxy hot chocolate. This Ooh. is what I've been waiting for. I've always wanted, I always, I used to have a, a, a single sachet of mint options hot chocolate after dinner mm -hmm. and for breakfast. <laughs> I think we're coming across as the most unattractive people. Oh, it's so who, embarrassing. Who wouldn't want a mint, low calorie hot chocolate for breakfast with a parisimon? <laughs> I can't believe I used to eat parisimon, Sharon fruit. Does anyone oh. else love Sharon fruit? And do you know why I like Sharon fruit? It's because it's like eating sugar, just pure sugar. So I would have a low calorie hot chocolate and a Sharon fruit. Anyway, I've stopped doing that now. But now I see that there's a vegan galaxy hot chocolate drink. Gonna try that tonight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Special, what day is it? Thursday. Treat Thursdays. <laughs> Lockdown has just got quite exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like anything with mint in it, but I do like the white chocolate options, hot chocolate. Mm. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Very good. You, I used to mix that with the mint one. <laughs> oh my God, gross, gross, gross. Um, so, so yeah, wow. I think the reason why I'm so attached to my hair is because... Because <laughs> you wrote down a hair here and we started yeah, talking about hair, it earlier. Hair. And then we just forgot to continue that. I have made a pact with, and I've said it out loud, so it has to happen. Sash, it doesn't, and I'm not going to do it. Um, that when I'm 35, um, I'm 34 this year, so next year, fucking hell. Oh my God, I'm almost dead. When I'm 35, I'm going to have a, bo a bob, a bob. I'm going to cut my hair into a bob. Um, and I'm going to just do it. So that's my, that's my resolution. I've decided this is what I'm going to do. And I don't know why, but it's just I can't, I'm not enjoying my hair this long because I can't do anything with it and I can't wear it down. And I've, I've always wanted a bob, but I've been too scared. And you know you would look amazing with a bob as well. Well, I'd had a bob throughout my childhood. So I don't know whether it's me deciding, right, I'm growing up, I'm cutting my hair, or it's, I want to be a child again. <laughs> I'm gonna have a bob. I mean, See, I look, I've got that. a bob over there. That's a long bob. That's me and you there. That's a long bob. Yeah, you look great with a long bob. Yeah. I think that you would even pull off a jaw length one. And I but... think you should do that hair. <laughs> Can we show that photo? That's no, so sweet. No. No, we are. That's okay. so sweet. Mm -hmm, like you mm -hmm. were always just wanting to perform. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we have a microphone? Very strange. Very, yeah. very strange. Yeah, I know. I know. I just want to grow my hair really, really long too. And then chop it all off and have the satisfaction of that. But 
you have to hold yourself to that promise. Mm-hmm. You've got to cut the bob. You'll probably feel very, very emotional afterwards. I might but do it sooner. I might have a bad day and just do it, do it sooner. Challenge your notions of your own identity yeah. and beauty and all that kind of stuff. I mean, people say that the, the thrill that you get when you shave off of your hair is incredible because you realize oh wow I was attached to this thing that didn't actually mean anything yeah. and it just grows back <laughs> imagine if you turn up and one day I just shave my head I did it baby <laughs> okay you then, told me. then we'll have a then we'll have an issue yeah then but we'll have an issue. I, I might do it sooner I'm because I'm so sleep deprived and I'm so rampant with my hormones oh I thought you were going to say something else. Just, <laughs> no okay um, I I am very changeable so every day I go through these like different thoughts and desires and, uh-huh. and think, oh, I, I'll do this. Uh-huh. I'm going to do this with my career. I'm uh-huh. going to do this with my kids. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I'm like, what was that? I didn't, why? Yeah. So maybe, maybe I will cut it before I'm 35. I can't believe, I can't believe I'm this age and you're this age. It's mm-hmm. just so fucked up how quickly time goes. What, what age do you think of me in your head? Like the, the version of me that's like the imagined version? Well, I was looking at photos yesterday and it's really weird. when you were 16, 17, 18, your facial expressions and stuff is exactly Margot, which made me panic because she's only four and she's a sassy 16-year-old in photos. That's true. And I think it's my fault because I, in lockdown, obviously not being able to go out for as much exercise, I've been putting YouTube on for them and letting them dance to songs whilst I do some, you know, jumping or something. And, and, letting, me, the, and letting me dance the songs yeah. too sometimes. <laughs> With the trampoline in the living room and they just dance. And they loved this film called Sing, mm-hmm. which was an animated film. And it had brilliant soundtrack, so I put that on. But one of the songs is Shake It Off, which Taylor Swift wrote or did. And the easiest way to get on YouTube is not the sing version, is the Taylor Swift version where she looks quite sexy. Mm-hmm. So I just put that on for her to answer you. And I don't really think about it, but she's getting flooded already because the, the automatic video after the Taylor Swift Shake It Off is Katy Perry's Raw, where again, Katy Perry looks quite sexy. Mm-hmm. So Margot is now quite sexy (laughs) yeah well I think I mean it's a very scary question like should you actively let your child consume media as it is or should you try and hide them from it but the fact is until uh and I'm not even saying that things should change because you could argue that Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and other you know musicians of that ilk they're being empowering you know they're being feminine and stuff and they're showing off and they're not being apologetic but ultimately, you're not going to be able to change the fact that that stuff is out there. You can't mm. really hide Margot from it because if you hide her from it, people will be talking about it at school or she'll see it somewhere else or she'll see it on a magazine or she'll see it when she hangs out with me or something like that. I don't think that you can do anything about that. You just have to like, you know, not let her do something completely outrageous and pick her up when she does. Yeah, I think that's the thing about having another kid though. I forget, if, if Margot was the baby still, mm-hmm. I would probably be babying her more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I I saw something about potty training today on Instagram and I, somebody's trying to potty train their kids and I just realised, oh, I just, that's just happened. She just potty trained herself. I didn't mm-hmm. even realise we mm-hmm. were doing it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, have I missed out on, you know, really, I don't know, I'm because the, the other babies here to focus on, I was pregnant for so long. It just kind of, I, she's already growing up because the, the baby is now the baby. And I feel bad, but, you know, at the same time, I, I think I can monitor YouTube a little bit more. The grass is always greener as a parent that lets your child look at stuff, you're going to think, oh, if I didn't know technology, they'd be better. But the fact is it also provides so many benefits Mm. and they learn from it. So I would say don't worry about it too much. Well, I don't know. We'll see. See if she turns into an absolute, you know, nightmare. Well, if she does, then she probably was always going to. Yeah. With or without the Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
Taylor Swift, though, is great. Mm. I didn't realise how... And I didn't realise Taylor Swift is close to my age. I always mm. thought of her as like a teen, a teenager. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's business savvy. Business mm. savvy. I don't love her music, to be honest, but well, I think I do. That, but I have no taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that um, she represents like, I don't know, somebody that has absolutely sold her soul and is thriving and doesn't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She has a really kind of powerful energy. I like how she's best friends with Lena Dunham mm. on Instagram. You don't know mm-hmm. who they actually are. I mean, Lena Dunham seems to have a lot of best friends too, mm-hmm. like Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what everyone's been waiting for, the reason why the podcast has just done gone down, so just well, gone down like a fucking like a storm. tree, like a tree, is me talking about my contraceptive nightmare journey. <laughs> the coil, <laughs> BB's journey with the coil. I just, I mean, I don't know. It's all fine now. Um, I'm, you know, coil free. I'm coil free, babe. Coil free. Want me straight through a metal detector? Nothing's gonna zing. Um, but I think the thing I was most just sort of like blown away by was the fact that I felt really uh, confused about it all. And then I got all these messages from people having the exact same experiences, worse experiences, all completely different ones that were just as equally as like, what the fuck? Um, So I think that contraception is just such a kind of under talked about topic for women. And I think it's really helpful to put any information out there. So ever since I had it removed, I feel so much better. I can't emphasize that. Um, I don't think I even realized the impact that the hormones and stuff were having on me, even though I only had the hormonal one for a short period of time. But um, it did take ages for my body to kind of like get back into its normal rhythm. But now that it is, mm, perfect, brilliant. I think I can notice it too, because we've had less problems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You haven't been such a bitch. Exactly, exactly. And my skin has been better and my sleep has been better and... Yeah, it's, I mean, who knows, I could be saying Mm. all of this and then tomorrow I have a terrible breakout or whatever, something like that. But it was, it feels really nice to not be relying on anything. And even though now there's obviously the additional worry of like having to think about things and, you know, like preventing pregnancy type of thing, that is also a huge burden and stress. But I think I've realized I would take that a million times over compromising my health because it's just the thing that you feel like people assume that you should do, like going on the pill or something like that. But when you actually research it and realize how many fucked up experiences women can have, I don't oh, know, God, I'm, I'm never, I'm never doing that again. Oh God, once you researching, it's just amazing. And it's something that people just don't talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the same with what I'm going through right now with this ongoing aftermath of birth. Mm-hmm. And most people say, oh, you give birth two weeks later, back to normal, six weeks later, have sex, back to normal, mm-hmm. bleeding stops. Vagina's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. It's just not. It, mm-hmm. And then the the n- now the more I've researched that, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm just I can't believe how I didn't I didn't know about how how it could have been exactly the exactly risks and and how some people just have it. It's just it's just um it's a lottery. Exactly, you, you could be fine with a coil. You could be fine after you give birth. Mm-hmm but then you could also just have a terrible experience. Exactly. And it's like what we were talking about last week when it comes to health and dieting. We want something for free. Like I wanted something that was going to completely take away any risks and not give me any side effects and make me completely fine and happy and all that kind of stuff. That's never going to happen. So I've now accepted what I have to deal with, which is the burden of having to like be careful. But natural cycles, which is what I've been using so far, has been really good and effective obviously so effective for me too it's you know? it's been it's been three months so who knows but i will let you guys know if it uh, doesn't work for me. but so far it has been it's the same thing with um breastfeeding which i kind of have been feeling so guilty about mm-hmm. giving in formula and when i was breastfeeding fully exclusively for a year really with margot 
I just thought, oh, this is easy. There's what are women complaining about? Why are they giving the baby formula? Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, oh my God, I just was so arrogant mm -hmm. and so ignorant to not realize that it can just not work sometimes. Exactly. Um, and, and the more I've researched that, and, and you know how the phone brings up things if you've been talking about it. And mm -hmm. Now, there's so many women I see on Instagram who've struggled like I have, mm -hmm. and it's so nice. You feel like a sense of camaraderie mm -hmm. that these women are having the same problem. And, mm -hmm. and it's so nice that people have come forward with their coil problems too, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. That messages us about the podcast and everything. It's so nice. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we, we're we very rambly and stuff and whatever, but it's nice that people in, enjoy that. Mm. So those two people. Thank those you. two people, you know, you we guys just you. need to just like, just band up, start going out and you guys will be, you'll, you guys will be happy. Yeah. And even the haters, you know, even the hate. thank you. Exactly. What does Taylor Swift say? She says, shake it off. Shake it off. Um, and Reese Witherspoon says that as when she sings Taylor's song in Sing, which I really recommend. She's a beautiful pig. Okay. There we go, we're done. We're good. Good. Yeah, ow. Great. <laughs> Great, so. Watch